Tyler Bryden here. I hope everything's going well. A little Canadian-specific news today. First saw this tweet from Unusual Wales. I follow this guy on Twitter. Actually, I don't, I don't even know if I follow. Oh, I'm following him. And just always spout note information. And today I saw Bank of Canada official says quantitative tightening will likely end in late 2024 or first half of 2025. Now, I've shared about this before. Recent homeowner in Canada bought in November 2021. In the time before there was like that final appreciation, like 30% plus that crazy run that happened in very late 2021. So bought at the peak or I mean at peak, at least maybe the lower camp or one of the lower camps in that peak, but necessary or at least I thought at the time and I had worked many years to through this entrepreneurship journey where I hadn't had the opportunity to buy a house and then also luckily meet an amazing partner and together we were able to get a house just outside Toronto with a lot of the things that we needed and also gave us a future there and then you know, what was, I would say it was a very exciting moment turned relatively dark. And I think that happened for a lot of people. So we were one of those idiots who went for a variable rate mortgage started at I think 0.99. And now if I look at the rate today, let me see 5.24. So when we think of that from a, a jump, let's put it into a final number here for everyone. 5.24. That's a 429% increase from when we first got the mortgage. Now, you know, what was concerning to, to me and concerning to a lot, a lot of people is that this is at the start of paying down the mortgage where you have the biggest amount on your mortgage as possible. And then these interest rates come in here, a relatively unforeseeable rate. I had reservations at the time about the interest rate climbing. There were signals to it. Now I didn't understand, I think the full macroeconomic picture. So even when I had those concerns, raised those concerns with the broker and they came back and said, Hey, the variable rate is the right way to go. You've got lots of room here. All the tacky tacky that then led us to move forward with that variable rate. I think there was, yeah, just a lack of, um, understanding and that's their own fault when you make decisions when you're uninformed then that's the consequences of it now i do think there was a big word would be like misinformation another big word would be lies there were messages from the bank of canada at times they were going to continue to keep interest rates low and now that's obviously not a promise that's not but a lot of people base their decisions off that and we've now seen a lot of banks throughout the world seeing the consequences of believing in that suggestion of that's what was going to happen and then make their own investments on it. And just like they make their own investments, we made our investments, one of them being in real estate. And so that's why when I saw this today was an interesting comment by, again, the Bank of Canada. This one's Bloomberg, which is where I think it originally started to emerge, but don't have access to this. So a little bit of a repurposing of that. Deputy Governor Tony Gravel stands they stand ready to act against the market-wide financial stress, sector stress, especially around, again, the, the stress of these banks that has recently happened. Um but told people in Montreal that although Canada is known for being stable, there's a lot of questions around what we're doing financially as a country right now. There are still risks that are here. And then within this, basically one of the messages that came out of it is that quantitative tightening will continue and that will continue until late 2024 or early 2025. And then the comments expect till 2027 then. It wasn't transitory. These were the same folks that told us rates would remain low into 2023. That's where the, I think the skepticism to me, the pessimism and just the lack, complete lack of trust, which hadn't impacted me that much in my life. I was just been focused on building a company and all of these things. And then now 
I see the consequences of it with, for us, it was hitting trigger rate on that mortgage going up in payments. And, and then even when going up in those payments, still paying a very small amount on principal to me, to the tune setting back plus probably hundred thousand dollars over the cycle that we were looking at because of that poor decision made and that poor decision made partly with this idea that people telling us that rates would remain low. And again, I'll get flack for putting that blame on anyone. I, in the end, blame myself for accepting the variable rate mortgage, but you can see that there's a lot of anger, a lot of frustration throughout these discussions. And then I think a lot of people talking about just this not mm, making, again, not uh, understanding if this is going to actually be true or not. So if things continue to get worse, will the rates need to come back down more quickly? When they say quantitative, quantitative tightening ends by 2025, does that mean that last month was our time we actually held the rate. So in, in March 8th, 2023, we just held the rate. So we didn't increase for the first time in a long time. Look at these jumps. That's the day we moved into our house. So are we going to stay at this rate that we're at now? Will we continue to increase? Will we just stay flat? I think these are the questions that then have an impact. And while house housing prices have had some impact anecdotally, this isn't where I spend the bulk of my time, but talking to people who are in the market right now or trying to sell their heart, that's what I'm assessing here. And especially for us, as we figure out what do we want to do with the house? Do we want, what we want, do we want to make investments in renovations? Do we want to um, sell? What kind of mortgage do we, should we be refinancing? Like all these questions that emerge that I don't think that we definitely don't have sufficient answers to. And so I'm left ranting on YouTube about it. Now, one last thing that I thought was interesting. And again, you guys will have these links. I, as always, I'll share the links on the video if you want to interest in reading about it. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your comments about it. And then I thought this was awesome. This Matt McKeever I follow on Instagram. He does some stuff on YouTube, I believe. And basically talks about basically Canadian RE, so RE being real estate, common arguments, bull versus bear. And then asked, what did he miss? To me, I thought this was relatively comprehensive. So on the bull side, immigration, tons of people coming in from, from what am I trying to say? Here. Tons of immigration happening in Canada right now. And with that, there's continued need for housing and supply is not going up that much, which means the value should retain. Chinese money laundering. I think this is somewhat of a joke, but it definitely is propping up housing prices. And if we continue to allow foreign investment like that, obviously there is an impact on the bull side. Baby boomer politics not fully comprehending what he means there, but maybe their investment wrapped up in their housing, retirement ages coming and them needing to sustain high housing prices for retirement replacement costs, not fully understood, NIMBY, green belts. That one I'm also interested to. We've got some gray areas here in Canada and I don't know if he's saying those are becoming accessible, which are some concerns, but there is, I'd be interested to get some elaboration on him here. World-class cities, something about world-class cities. A lot of people, I think this is again, sarcastic from his perspective, but Toronto and Vancouver are still very popular destinations in the world. And with immigration continuing to increase, these will, these will be destinations and then cities on the peripheries will continue to benefit from that. <laughs> it's inflationary policies, great. And then NGU. And then on the bear fundamentals, the rate environment that we're in right now and the continued now with this report, the macro economy. Yeah, that's not great. The political climate, so the <laughs> risk of socialism, millennial politics. 
Again, I don't know exactly around politics, but maybe our focus on some woke policies that doesn't necessarily lead to the thriving of Canada and then multipolar world. So I just thought this was funny, just from a guy who, look, is obviously making some jokes here, but it actually has some good insights overall. You can follow the Reddit comments, interested to see the discussion, and I would love to hear what you think. It's, I guess from anyone, but especially if you're Canadian, you're invested in the real estate, what all this, let me know. would love to hear. I'm still trying to sort this all out. I'm on, all the other things that are trying to be sorted in this world right now. As always, I appreciate you checking out this video, this content. I'm Tyler Bryden. Comment and subscribe. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.